Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Heading into week four of the fantasy basketball season, we are going to break down all of the weekly schedule, the streaming targets for points leagues and category leagues, when to get players on back-to-backs. Let's talk about week four. Let's go! talking about G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And today, like we said at the top of the show, guys, we are going to go through week four, the schedule, the ads, the streaming targets for fantasy basketball. Uh, I am just a disclaimer off the top of this podcast. I'm recording this a day earlier than I normally would because I'm going to be away for the weekend. Um, congratulations to Chris and Nick, who are getting married this weekend. Um, and... <coughs> so, excuse me. So, um, if any of the <coughs> Jesus oh, sneezing already at the start of the podcast, uh, if any of the players that I'm suggesting as ads or targets or anything like that get injured in the next 24 hours, then uh, I apologize because I didn't know about it. But I'm recording this on uh, Saturday my time, Friday night uh, US time. So this will be up on the. Um, Saturday in the US, so you guys can plan ahead for the following week. So again, just a disclaimer, if any of these guys that are targets that are lifts uh, injure themselves in the games today, I don't know about it at the time of recording, so forgive me for that. But let's get started and get stuck into it straight away. We're talking week four preview. The games break down much friendlier week when it comes to streaming uh, possibility this week compared to last week where we had those. Huge 14-game slates. Uh, we had a zero-game day, a 12-game day. So this game, this week, the maximum volume day is the Friday with 11. Tuesday also has 10 games. But otherwise, most days you'd be able to stream. And you might even, depending on your team, be able to stream nearly every single day this week. But again, we're going to go through it. Monday, we've got four. Tuesday, we've got 10 games. Wednesday, we've got eight games. We've got two games on Thursday. So low-volume day on the Thursday. 
Uh, Friday, we've got 11. Saturday, we've got six. And on Sunday, we have nine. So pretty easy week to get in a lot of games played from our fantasy basketball streams. So we can be very effective in targeting guys that are going to help us in certain categories or in points if you're in a points league. So uh, very important week to be across the streaming targets. And now that we are getting into week four, you'll have a better understanding of where you're sitting in your fantasy basketball league as well. So if you are starting to drop down and you've been holding some injury uh, guys or holding guys that are a bit more long-term stashes or high upside plays um, and they're not paying off for whatever reason, this is definitely the time of year where I go, okay, if I need to win and get some, you know, keep myself in the playoff picture, then I'm going to be dropping some of those guys that aren't performing now to start to get those streams going. And in a week like this where it is possible to do so, it definitely favors that kind of a strategy. So if you've been holding on to, I don't know, say you picked up Atari Eason or something like that and it's just not happening or I can't think of anyone's name off the top of my head, but if you're holding on to even underperforming players like an Andrew Wiggins or anything like that, you're just holding and holding and holding and you're falling down the standings or anything like that, I do think that by week four, we need to start making some moves to start to put some wins on the board. If you're at the top of your standings, you've got a bit more luxury on your side to maybe, you know, pick up some guys that are dropped that are, you know, not performing well if a Markel Fultz is there or if someone else is getting dropped like a Janthony Melton and wait and see and th- see how things go. Um, but if you're down sort of the bottom half of the standings, I do think you need to start to hustle. So that is the schedule breakdown for the games. Next up, we're going to talk. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Talk about the um, uh, who's got two games, who's got three games, and four games. So this is primarily for the weekly changes leagues. And just quietly, guys... If you are in a fantasy basketball league or if you yourself are playing fantasy basketball and you're sick and tired of having to check the lineups and the injury reports every single day and it's it's doing your head in and it feels like a full-time job, can I really recommend joining or you know next season changing your league to a weekly changes league? It is There's some pros and cons with it. There's a little bit of a luck factor. Say the first game of the week, one of your players goes down and they're injured. That sucks, but you're all in the same boat in that in that point of view. And it's also got much more of a fantasy football kind of a feel to it. So check your lineups, check these schedules at the start of the week, have a bit of decision-making when it comes to that kind of a thing, and then set your lineups, and that's it for the rest of the week. Whatever happens, happens after that. And you've also got more ability to stash players and things like that. You can you know, go for some more high upside holds and things like that, handcuff, and, and, and all these kind of tactics become more available in a weekly changes league. So I know it's not a very popular format. Most leagues are daily changes, but I do see a lot of people complaining about the the fact that fantasy basketball, there's so many things happening every day and you've got to stay across it to be competitive. If that is a drag to you, try the weekly changes leagues because it is, I think, something that is maybe undervalued, undervalued in fantasy basketball leagues out there. So... Especially good for deeper leagues, in my opinion, when you're not, there's not actually much value in streaming off the waiver wire. Anyway, 
that uh, you know side spiel apart. Uh, two games this week. We've got the Houston Rockets, the Indiana Pacers, and the LA Clippers. Of these teams, the only... I mean, the, the Clippers, you're still probably starting Kawhi's and PG's and James Harden's. But you're not starting probably uh, a Hartenstein or a Russell Westbrook or a Norm Powell or anything like that. You're not starting in Houston. Maybe it's... Maybe it's an Alperen Shangoon. He's kind of on the borderline, depending on your other options that you could potentially substitute in ahead of him. Um, Fred Van Vliet, similar on the borderline. Uh, but other guys like a um, Jabari Smith Jr., uh, Dylan Brooks, as well as they've been playing, you're probably not going to be wanting to start them in a weekly changes leagues. And in Indiana, you are starting Tyrese Halliburton. He is still someone you're definitely going to want to start. But the rest... Probably a Miles Turner. Maybe depends again. Is there another option you can get in that could give you a similar level of blocks? He hasn't been lighting the world on fire when it comes to his blocks, but he could still have two games where he blocks five shots in each game. So um, he's again on the on the cusp, depending on who else you've got available. But everyone else, I don't think, needs to be started from those teams in a two game week. We'll quickly run through. The three games, because again, like most weeks, most teams have three or four games. In the three games, Colin, there are 14 teams. Atlanta, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Denver, Detroit, Golden State, Memphis, Miami, Minnesota, New Orleans, Phoenix, San Antonio, Utah, and Washington. In the four-game slates, you've got Boston, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, the Lakers, uh, Milwaukee, New York, OKC, Orlando, Philadelphia, Portland, Sacramento, and Toronto. So just highlighting those guys, it's not a huge difference between three and four. There is a much bigger difference between two and three. But if it's those back-end kind of a players that are kind of on the cusp of you know top 100, top 120 value, you'd favor the four-game guys and go with them over the guys who have three games. But for your main top 10, top 100 players top 10 on your roster um, or your top 100 players overall, uh, those guys, even if they're three games versus some guys who are, you know, backhand four games, they still used to play the better guys on those three-game weeks. So those are the weekly schedules for each of the teams. Let's now go into the quality games. So there are quite a few teams this week that have three quality games. So the maximum games played is four. No one has quality games on all four of their games this week, but there are several teams that have three quality games, and they are the Boston Celtics, the Chicago Bulls, Cleveland Cavaliers, the Dallas Mavericks, Milwaukee Bucks, New York Knicks, Sacramento Kings, and the Toronto Raptors all have three quality games. So several choices for us to use when it comes to streaming this week. So a lot of the players from these teams we're going to be highlighting as our streaming targets. So we're going to have quite a few options in today to go through for targets for different categories and fantasy points alike. So um, that is nice for us to have those options available to us rather than limiting our pool just a few players like we have probably last week when there was fewer quality games to choose from. Let's talk about the worst quality games for this week. And there is one team that has zero games that are on low volume days, and that is the LA Clippers. So um, no point adding a back-end Clippers player. If you have someone like a Norm Powell, you can easily go ahead and drop him. I think he is a clear drop in basically... 10, 12, 14 team leagues because, again, the arrival of James Harden. He's a back-end guy. He had those steals and blocks last game, but that's not typical. So he is not someone you're going to use at all this week. So you can drop him. Um, Not looking at anyone like a Terrence Mann or anything like that. And even someone 
You're probably not dropping him, but you're definitely not really going to use him, and that is Russell Westbrook this this week, and maybe even an Isaiah Hartenstein, depending on your other options. So um, with Hartenstein, you've got the Mason Plumley in- injury, which helps him, but again, this week is not set up for a player like that to thrive. Let's talk about now some back-to-backs. Now, last week, we didn't cover the back-to-backs because there wasn't really any need to attack them, but this week, there will be because you're going to be using a lot more ads, I believe. So... There is no Monday, Tuesday back-to-backs. So again, we're targeting games where there are low volume days in consecutive um, consecutive days, essentially. So Monday to Tuesday, it's not technically a back-to-back, but you've got the Tuesday high volume day. So 10 games on that day, that day uh, four games on the Monday, eight games on the Wednesday. So, so you can add a player from these teams and get two games out of them. And the fact they're going to be sitting on your bench on the Tuesday doesn't necessarily hurt because there are 10 teams playing. So we've got Boston, uh, we've got Chicago, we've got Cleveland, Milwaukee, New York, Sacramento, Toronto, and Washington. A lot of those guys we talked about on the teams that have a high four-game quality game week, a lot of them play the Monday, Wednesday back-to-back this week. So you could definitely add some of these guys, even if you want to add them on the Sunday ahead of um, things, if you're going well in your matchup. You've got that wrapped up. You can add one of these players ahead of time before the weekly ads limit starts and get right ahead and start the week off with maximum games played uh, from players of this team. Let's go on to the next back-to-back. And again, there are no um, Thursday, Friday back-to-backs. No teams play a back-to-back on those games. So again, we're looking at the what, what some people would call a pseudo back-to-back. So skipping the Friday, adding someone on Thursday. Again, two games on Thursday, very low volume, and six games on Saturday. So you'll definitely be playing these guys. And they are the Golden State Warriors, the Miami Heat, and the OKC Thunder. So if we look at some of these players like the you know Golden State Warriors, the Miami Heat, there are a few guys that we can target there. So you might look to grab them after you've done the you know Monday-Wednesday add those guys, drop them, add some of these players, and then on the Sunday or whatever, you can look to a target, whoever is going to hit the best stat for you, and then you've still got one ad left over throughout the week to add someone that maybe doesn't fit your streaming schedule, that maybe just prevents uh, longer-term value or really pops off, or there's an injury you want to add another guy. Um, So going through these players, you're going to get, what would that be, five ads uh, through... Three, oh, sorry, three ads for five games if you followed this kind of schedule. And there is actually another, if we go back to the Saturday-Sunday as well, we've got a back-to-back on the Saturday-Sunday on the weekend. Dallas Mavericks, uh, Memphis also plays the Saturday-Sunday, and OKC plays the Saturday-Sunday. So if you remember, if we go back to the other slide, OKC played the Thursday and Saturday, and then they also play the Saturday and Sunday. Jeez. Sneezing all over the place today. And I vacuumed this morning. What's going on? Um, so, OKC, if we highlight them, they play those four, sorry, three games in the final four days of the week. So, what you could do, again, as an optimal plan to... Now, the issue is there's not really anyone from OKC that like stands out a huge amount. But if you wanted to maximize games played with the minimum amount of ads, you could add someone on those Monday, Wednesday back-to-backs, get two games out of that ad, and then you can add an OKC player on the Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that way you'll get five games played with just two ads on the week. You've still got two ads left over if you want to do anything else with them. So that's how the back-to-backs break down this week. We're now going to go into the streaming targets, and I heard you, please, and I am adding in fantasy points streamers. So if you are in a points leagues, 
These are probably just the four players. I've got four players here, but players that I think are going to have a lot of value. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week, they also play on low volume days and also have a high number of days to play this week. So, fantasy points, stream targets. You've got Karis Levert, Malik Monk. Even if Darren Fox comes back, Malik Monk is still someone that can give you some decent scoring. Uh, Skylar Mays, you're going to see his name a lot on these streaming targets. It was confirmed today that Scoot Henderson is going to be missing at least another two weeks. I do believe that Malcolm Brogdon is going to be missing a similar amount of time with his soft tissue injury. Um, you've also still got Simons out. So, Skylar Mays is literally the only point guard player left on the Portland Trailblazers. And as we saw last game, he can put up assists and points and steals. And that is all very good for fantasy scoring. So he is on here. And Bobby Portis, Milwaukee has the three quality games this week. And you can definitely get him. And he's a decent fantasy points scorer in there as well. Let's talk about points for category league. So this is for the scoring category, if you're looking for that. More more for category league. So points, looking at Grayson Allen. Kobe White, who I think should be added in category leagues anyway, especially if you're punting field goal percentage. He's kind of a guy that I think should be rostered. Um, Malik Monk, as we talked about as well. Karis Levert, similar sort of thing. And Tim Hardaway Jr. will get his shots up. Um, the next category we're looking at for threes, as you can see, lots of options for three-point streaming this week. It's In this week, it's much easier, I found, going through the research for this podcast, much easier to target those guard stats than, than it is to target the big man stats, at least for players who are available in most leagues. So the three streamers are very easy to come by. We've talked about this before, but some three-point targets, you can say. And I've kind of tried to list them in terms of my ranking order. Again, if things change and some people are out, you know, later on during the week or anything like that, this order might mix up. But in general, I've tried to rank it from, you know, the best option at the top to the worst option at the bottom. But I think they're all still good. Grayson Allen, Malik Monk, Grant Williams, Jay Crowder for the Bucks, Tim Hardaway Jr., Kevin Huerta for the Kings, and Sam Hauser, who is available everywhere. He is getting up some shots for the Boston Celtics, um, and he is shooting a lot of threes. So I think you can grab a lot of these guys. Most of them I've tried to stay under the 70%, 60% rostered on Yahoo, but I've also tried to also put in a bunch of guys that are available in basically every league. So, you know, someone like a Jay Crowder, uh, Sam Hauser are both very widely available in a lot of leagues. Um, the next one here, streaming targets for rebounds. Like I said, a little bit harder to get rebounds this this week, but there's a few decent options. Derek Lively, I still think is a must-roster player. It might not be your team, but... 
I think for some teams out there, he should be a must-roster player. I still got him on my industry pickup league, and I've not once really considered dropping him at all. Derek Lively is uh, someone who should be... um, In fact, I believe I've just spelled his name wrong there, and I'm going to pick that up because he's got a weird spelling of Derek. Um, So we're going to fix that up. So he is there. Um, He was sick, and he's questionable, I think, for today, but I... I do believe, or I cross my fingers, that he'll be good to go next week. Josh Hart is in there. He's a, a guard-type player, but can get a lot of rebounds. Bobby Portis and Isaiah Hartenstein. Hartenstein is basically available everywhere, so he is someone that he doesn't need a whole lot of minutes, but can still get some decent rebounds, and if you see Mitchell Robinson get into foul trouble or anything like that, can really pop off. For the assists here, Skylar Mays is the number one target. You could see him averaging six or seven assists over the next couple of weeks, really. And they play four games this week. So I do believe that he is a guy that I would be adding in most spots anyway, regardless of streaming schedule. He could be a player that you choose to play on those high-volume days anyway. He might, he probably will be like a top 70 player for the next two weeks. Um, you'll have his issues with, you know, maybe some poor percentages and, low, and high turnovers. Uh, but for assists, steals, and scoring, he's decent from the free-throw line as well. I think that he is just a pretty priority add for the short term whilst those players are out. Malik Monk and Kyle Lowry with the injury to Tyler Hero. Kyle Lowry is going to have to take more responsibility, playmaking, and also scoring. So I think he is a good option for assist stream next week. Let's talk about the steals. Streamers, again, a few options here, quite a few. Um, Skylar Mays, as we talked about, but also Matisse Thibel, his teammate. Again, I think they're just running out of options to play guards, and I've not been very enthusiastic about Matisse's availability and ability to play high minutes, but they kind of just have to play him now. And we know Matisse Leibel can do steals in high bunches. Uh, So he is out there. Alex Caruso, someone who I added in the industry pickup league. I think he's one of the best uh, steal streamers and might even be worth an ad regardless, uh, depending on your needs of your team. So he is a high priority ad. Those three guys at the top there, amazing, amazing ads for steals and can really swing the tides in those categories in your matchups if that's something you can identify, something that might be close. And steals are pretty often the category that is the uh, the tiebreaker, especially in those competitive leagues. So really big targets here for those guys. Josh Hart also, so the rebounds and steals combination, quite rare. Um, so he's a good guy to get out there. And Kaysen Wallace. So this is the OKC player that we talked about before, them having the three games in four days. Kaysen Wallace, he's had a game where he's had four steals. He's also pushing a little bit higher up in minutes. Maybe more of a deeper league player, but someone definitely to keep your eye on. If you can add him for three games over those four days and he averages one and a half steals over that time, um, you know, gets you, what would that be? Quick maths. Uh, gets you like four or five steals in those three three days, three uh, three games over four days. That could be a big swing. I mean, maybe he gives you one game of those three where he goes goes for four and he has another two steal games. It could be big. Um, but he is someone that is at least worthwhile looking at and it is available basically everywhere. He's, he's not rostered in many spots at all. Let's talk about some blocks. Again, Derek Lively uh, highlights this list. And again, I will highlight that I do believe he needs to be rostered in most category leagues for 12-teamers. Maybe not for 10s, but for 12s, definitely. Uh, Derek Jones, his teammate... He's getting minutes. Uh, he's looked better to, to his credit, to be honest. I didn't really understand it before. I still don't really get it now. I'd rather be playing Josh Green, but that is just not happening. And Derek Jones can get blocks, if nothing else. Alice Caruso, 
Yes, he can block shots. He got some decent blocks in the last game. Maybe not as reliable as some of the bigs here, but he can pop off and have uh, some big block games. And Isaiah... What is that spelling, Mitch? Jeez, I've, I've really tried to rush this. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein um, is the last guy there. Again, available in most scenarios, as is Derek Jones. So you've got Jones and Hartenstein that are basically available in pretty much all leagues. You can go grab as a bit of a block streamer. And again, they play on the low-volume days. You can stream them in and get them in on quality days. Talking about field goal percentage, a lot of the similar players here. Derek Lively, Kaysen Wallace, I've also highlighted... I don't know how much I believe in this, but so far, I think every single game he's played, he's shot over 50% from the field, which for a rookie guard is extremely rare. So it comes with his risks, but I've just highlighted here because we talked about him in the steals stream as well, and obviously the OKC thing. Yeah, he's played every every game so far, and in every single game, he has not shot worse than 50%. He's had games where he's gone 71%, 60% on 10 attempts. He went 100% in his first game, uh, shooting 5 of 5, 3 of 4 the next game. So, so far, he's been extremely efficient in his career. Uh, that'll have to fall off some point, but he is showing an ability to at least work within the offense and play efficiently. And it's more just to highlight that if you're adding him for that steal stream, He's not going to, at least from what we've seen so far, hurt you in field goal percentages. It's not necessarily something that's going to rise you up, but it won't hurt you, at least, I believe. Could go wrong. Rookie guards, quite uh, volatile. Uh, Bobby Portis, this, this one, he's shot 49% or 40, whatever. Uh, yeah, I think it was 49.5% so far. It's right on the borderline, uh, but he, on any given game, can go sort of 5 for 5 or 6 for 8 or something like that. So he is someone that... Um, you know, at least has a chance to improve your field goal percentage. And Isaiah Hartenstein, again, really good field goal percentage player. Uh, not, not high volume, uh, especially in the Tibbs run offense, but pretty safe for him to go, you know, 60, 70% most games. And then the last stream target for free throw percentage. Again, usually pretty hard to manipulate this category. Malik Monk went for a massive, what did he have? Like 16 free throw attempts last game. Um, so he is someone that can at least get to the line. We've got our mate Harrison Barnes, uh, who is not a f- super exciting fantasy player, but he can shoot free throws. He does get to the line semi-frequently and does them at a good job. Skylar Mays, I think, will get a lot of attempts and he can shoot them at a decent percentage. And he, to me, is just basically this streamer of the week this this week because of the opportunity in front of him. And Grayson Allen might not get to the line too much, but can hit them at a high percentage. And again, he's a good guy for threes and points streaming, so can also help you with your free throw percentage in that category. So... That is the week four preview. I'm trying to get these ones out, pump them out, give you the information, and let's go and move on from there. So make sure you guys give this video a big thumbs up and let me know down in the comment section how you're going so far in your fantasy matchups in head-to-head leagues. Are you 3-0? and Have you lost a matchup? Are you starting down the, the, the rankings? Let me know down in the comment section and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.